If designers are still asking for a seat at the table, no seat is more important than that of a person who decides life and death situations. With the rise of self-driving cars, the inevitable decision of who lives and who dies will eventually need to be designed. This week we look at the uncomfortable position of designing for situations around death, specifically for self-driving cars, why it makes designers so nervous, and why it's important that we are part of this conversation as designers. This week again, joined by Survey. Good afternoon. Afternoon. I think you'll end up being a normal weekly uh, weekly guest here. Of course. I think you'll just turn into the co-host, more or less. <laughs> um, so I, I think the this is a topic that makes a lot of people uncomfortable. Yes. Right? Yeah. It's 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 a difficult situation to even think that you are in a position to make a life or death situation for somebody else. So let's start with just that discussion of why this is so, uh, or why this makes designers so nervous to talk about or think about. Oh, I, I think because a lot of digital designers come from a background where they're not used to making those kind of decisions. They're used to taking aesthetic decisions. Uh, they design boxes, circles. Uh, they're really good at that. Uh, but they never think about those, well, they think about the consequences of those things, but not to that extent. And when you think about the uh, the evolution of design and where we're going and where digital design is going into or is growing into, um, the decisions or the consequences, I should say, of the decisions that designers take are getting bigger and bigger. So I don't want to underplay the fact that there are ethical situations even within some of the software that we design. We've seen situations on Twitter and Facebook that have e-bullying uh, situations, and some of these have even led to suicide. We have situations where people are being you know, driven off Twitter, that people are being driven off these platforms, and there are ethical situations that already need to be tackled. Um, there's also the, the Facebook quote-unquote fake news situation. So these are more and more on the rise, but you see designers aren't necessarily tackling them. They're still looking at What's the usability? What's the ease of use? What's the desirability? What's the aesthetic of it? And you and I are, are trying to make a case, a clear argument that designers need to move in to this because it is an ethical situation. And designers, in theory, are the ones that should be having empathy for the end users and should be able to reflect that back. Yeah, yeah, they're at the decision-making point in these kind of uh, experiences. Um, and uh, when you're at that point, you're you're at that point of, making a decision, yes or no, is this good, is this not good, is this where we want to go, is this not where we want to go. Um, and in the cyberbullying case, it's, I think, a, a common cause where a lot of designers will, in the end, solve the problem or try to uh, to come up with systems where they, they prevent those bullies on, uh, being on the platform. But we're running into situations where it's not that black and white anymore. Well, in the case of self-driving cars, what you just said is designers may try to come up with a system to prevent something from happening, from a bully or a person entering a system. With self-driving cars, there may come a situation where you have to make a choice, and either choice results in death. And this is uh, essentially the trolley problem. And Survey, you, you, right before we went on the air, you described this very well. So can you describe this again for all of our listeners? Yeah, so how I, how I always explain this, and then there's probably like 10,000s of different versions of the trolley problem. But the one I think is most interesting is imagine you're, um, there's a train, a high-speed train coming. There's four people on the tracks, um, but there's also a sidetrack with only one 
uh, person on it. And you're right in front of the lever, which you can pull to switch tracks of the train. When people are asked this question, a lot of people will say, yes, I will pull the lever. I will only kill that one person instead of the four. Uh, neglecting the whole part of who is who and if it's family, yes or no, because that makes the discussion a lot more complex. But then the other scenario is there's the same track. There's, again, four people on the tracks, but this time there's no lever. There's that one person standing in front of you. And if you decide to push that person, he will be hit by the train, but the other four will live. What do you do? So the decision there suddenly changes from in, in distance, basically. So you're actively killing someone... Uh, which makes decision-making a lot harder for a lot of users. Well, it, it, it seems to place the responsibility in the first case on the system, right? I'm pulling the yeah, lever, exactly. but the system is still controlling the train. And the second one is I have taken the responsibility to push somebody in front of a train. Now, essentially, those are sort of the same thing. You are still choosing to kill one person, Yeah. right? But the idea that I am actively pushing somebody all of a sudden makes that choice. But I want to go back to the first part, the, the first part of this problem, which is you have a train coming, or in this case, a car. You have a car coming, and you have to make a choice in that car whether to hit four people or whether to hit one person. And it's funny, when I've described this to somebody who doesn't work within the field of technology or self-driving cars, her immediate response was, no, 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 you, the, the car's going to have sensors and it's going to stop. And I said, well, what if a child runs out into the road and the car is going 40 kilometers an hour? And even if it hits the brakes as hard as possible, it would still hit the child, right? So there are situations where this is, um, where unfortunate situations will and must happen. Uh, and so in this case, if you have a choice of hitting the child or you turn the car and you hit, let's say, two elderly people on the sidewalk, right? That's the problem. Yeah, or by breaking the person in the car itself dies because yes. of the impact. Yep. And, Survey, you mentioned something earlier that I thought was really interesting. Designers, in our sense, the digital designer, has grown up from graphic design to web design to application design in these relatively safe situations. But if you talk to an automotive designer... They have to think about that situation of airbags, of seatbelts. They do have to think about that responsibility of life and death. So it's really the digital designer that is now being thrust into the situation uh, that, that is of topics of life and death and mortality. And we now need to confront this. And this is why this is called the dark side of design, right? These are difficult situations that nobody wants to be saddled with, but somebody has to be saddled with them. Exactly. And I, yeah, I think this is the point where you as a designer need to start reading up on uh, ethics and philosophy and um, start building your own uh, context around what good decision making is. Because you, you need to understand, first of all, you need to understand yourself. And then also, can I, can I actually be in a position to make these kind of dis uh, decisions? And what, what is the impact of the decisions that I'm making? Yeah, and, and so I think there is a self-awareness that comes with this, that do you have an awareness that you have understood things enough or you have read enough or you have discussed this enough to make a relevant situation? Um, I think the one thing before we wrap up that uh, showcases this is for those of our listeners who have seen iRobot, there's the famous situation that Will Smith, the, the character that he plays, hates robots. And you find out at the end he hates them because he was in a car crash. 
and the car crash was uh, a choice of saving him, uh, Will Smith's character, I forgot the name, or a child who was a girl around, looks like she was maybe six or seven years old. And the robot chose to save Will Smith's character because the robot said he had a better chance of living than the child did. And Will Smith's character always um, puts forth the argument that, that was incorrect, that he was the wrong person to save, even though he had the better chance of living. And those are the situations that designers, as the self-trumpeted people who have empathy for the user, are going to have to start having the conversations. If, if we leave this for developers, that's fine, but we are abdicating a role that we, I, I believe that we are made to play. It's just if we want to step into those shoes. Yeah, because the, the machine's not going to have it. The, the robot's not going to have that empathy. He's going to follow rules that are set by us designers or the computer scientists programming the thing um, and inherently following the frame of reference that we're putting into that machine. So if you like it or not, it's going to follow the design specifications that you tell it to be followed. Uh, a great um, point about this, very, very quickly, because uh, uh, we're trying to wrap up here. When people talk about machine learning, machine learning works based on the data that you feed it. And if the data you feed it is inherently biased, then the machine itself will learn to be biased based on what it was given. And that's the same thing that you have to think about it as a designer. When you're coming to these situations, you need to understand what your biases are because otherwise you will never be able to create a neutral system. And, and also it's so important that why teams who have these discussions have diversity on them, that it is purely not a situation where one person should be making uh, this conclusion, but it should be multiple people from all different backgrounds who are having this conversation in order to try to remove those biases as much as possible and try to have the best outcome in a horrible situation. So survey, I, I think we're going to wrap it up. Great having you. Hard topic. No, Very hard no topic. right answer. Yes. And it's uncomfortable to discuss. But if we as designers want to continue to progress our discipline, uh, our careers, it's going to be something that we are going to have to tackle yeah. in the next start, 5, 10, 15 start years. Start a discussion. Yep. Yep. So thank you. And uh, talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.